You're listening to the Topsail Island Podcast. Brought to you by the Topsail Island Chamber of Commerce. Broadcasting live to the world from Topsail Beach, North Carolina. Bringing our listeners the latest local information from the surrounding area. So sit back, tune in, and enjoy the beach. Hey, did you know that Topsail Island has an app? You can download the app in Google Play and the App Store by simply typing in Topsail Island. The app is loaded with businesses and information, local restaurants, menus, and many other things. Also, this podcast can be listened to in the app. So download the Topsail Island app in the App Store and Google Play and just have a wonderful day in Topsail Island. With this app, it will navigate you throughout all the areas and give you restaurants and local information. And if you're not in the app, please contact the chamber uh, Topsail Island Chamber to get listed. Have a great day and download the app. Hi, welcome back to the show today. Hey, on today's show, we're with Scott Franco. He's with Treasure Realty. That's right. Scott, Treasure Realty, uh, the marketing director for them, and he's also uh, he's on the show today to talk to us about the Beach Clean Initiative. Uh, how you doing today, Scott? Very well, Tim. Good to be with you again. So we, we went over this on a podcast earlier about this coming up, and uh, if you look back on some of the podcasts, but uh, this thing's uh, really starting to grab some steam and move, move faster and everything. So, uh, Scott, tell us a little bit of what's going on with the Beach Clean Initiative. Yeah, so the Beach Clean Initiative is um, what we're branding our area's uh, kind of conservation and environmental concerns. Um, so the conversation started a few months ago, and it started with the, the Topsail Island Shoreline Commission. And, you know, the Chamber is also in, in partnership with the Shoreline Commission, as is Pender Tourism, uh, North Carolina Coastal Federation, um, and a many other organizations and people, but the conversation is, you know, as the area is growing, uh, there's concern about our environment and about our shorelines and about the beaches, and how to protect them, how to keep them beautiful, how to keep them safe, how to keep them healthy. And so the conversation is, uh, there's a lot of components to that. Um, you know, there's an educational component, informational, we want to change consumer behavior, um, the way stores, um, operate to some degree or what what they're using for their packaging uh, because all these things end up just littering our uh, intercoastal and waterways so what we did is we came together and uh, we kind of branded this initiative which is an island-wide initiative and we call it beach clean that's like be clean beach clean when 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 everyone works together to be clean then our beaches are clean um so about a month ago, this initiative and the brand Beach Clean was unveiled for the first time with uh, a lunch down at the south end of the island. We invited the stakeholders of the island, um, all the, the incorporated towns of the island, uh, residents from the community, uh, the business people within the community, and we packed the house. And we had guest speakers. Um, Visit NC was one of the speakers, and um, they represent a program, a federal program called Leave No Trace. And um, there were speakers from the North Carolina Federal, uh, the Coastal.
Coastal Federation, along with um, just a series of speakers, and it's all about the topic of introducing, you know, how can we be conscious about it and make a, a proactive uh, effort to to change things around here so that uh, in the future things don't get worse, but it gets better. So, so will this involve some regulation changes or? Um... Well, there is a there is a component to that. We we don't want to just come right out of nowhere with mandates um, that change things uh, legally, but there there is conversation that go all the way to that level. I'll give you an example. Um, you know, since the uh, hurricane, um, which we haven't had a big one in a long time, but when Florence came in 2018, you know, it destroyed a lot of things, including docks and all these um, structures that need to get rebuilt. Well, all that trash that's created from a storm has to go somewhere, and it's accumulated. And I think last year, something to the tune of like a ton of trash per day was extracted out of just the intercoastal waterways. Even though it looks clean, it's amazing um, how much trash is out there. And within some of that trash is the consumable stuff, the plastics, the, the styrofoams, things like that. So where that leads us is to when you're looking at things like docks, uh, there's a few communities throughout the country that are coastal like we are that have started to look at, you know, encapsulated versus non-encapsulated docks. So that's one of the items that we're looking at as potentially in the future, possibly changing some ordinances uh, that deal with construction um, and permitting and uh, working with contractors to try to uh, mitigate the future um, problems that come with like a non-encapsulated dock. Uh, so we're working on things like, um, you know, not allowing non-encapsulated dock potentially in the future. That's not happening immediately. Um, but yeah, there's there's some pieces of this that go right into, um, you know, municipal and code. Well, you know, I, traveling up and down the East Coast on some of the smaller island areas, is, a lot of islands have already started similar things of what you're talking about because I've seen the the plastic bags go away from the stores. They went with all paper. Um, you see that up in Cape Cod. Um, so you see a lot of people on the eastern seaboard starting to really be beach aware. Yeah, I think there's been a good movement of some businesses doing things with Coastal Federation and their ocean-friendly establishments program. Uh, that's been popular for about 10 years up in the Wrightsville Beach area. Um, but Topsail's recognizing, you know, that we are we're on the map. We're a popular destination. And more and more people are coming here from vacationers to um, what we call, you know, the day trippers that show up on, on the weekends. And um, we're just trying to eliminate, at least from that point of view, you know, uh, what's called the stadium mentality where people go someplace and it's assumed that someone else is going to clean up after them. And, um, you know, so part of the Beach Clean Initiative is to address that as well. So... So for our listeners, how are the listeners in the community, how can they get involved? Well, they're, they're just by, first of all, awareness is going to help. So we're making posters and stickers and decals, and these things are starting to spread around, and they're going to see it on billboards, they're going to see it in advertising. And um, so it brings an awareness to um, just everyone participates to keep a beach clean. And they'll, they'll, you know, there'll be parts of this um, that's aimed at businesses, some at residents, and some at guests. But you know, one of the easiest ways to participate right now, just as an example, is um, well, like I think there's a dozen companies in the area that are already an ocean-friendly establishment, um, and they've changed some of the things that they're doing. You know, they're they're using um, paper straws instead of plastic, 
and um, you know, packaging their, their merchandise or their food in a different way. Another example would be uh, with Treasure Realty, since we're responsible for you know, over 10,000 vacations a year and with guests, um, we took the initiative to design sort of these commemorative, fun, artistic tote bags, and we've made those available for people to pick up and use. We're making them available to our guests. We've donated them to um, many of the establishments and merchants of the area, the Welcome Center, the Chamber. Um, so people can get these bags, and, and they, they're real fun because it's artistic. It, it shows Topsail Island on the sides in sort of a fun, in a fun way. So they're not a throwaway bag. So it's going to cut down and reduce on the use of, of bags and plastics. They're reusable. You know, they can be reused up to you know a thousand times, and we're hoping that that will you know for our little part one it brings awareness to the whole program and why we're doing it too, you know it, it gives people something to have and keep and, and three you know it just uh, kind of helps reduce the use of plastics and bags. So we talked earlier, uh, me and you before the show and stuff. Uh, so uh, eventually, there's going to be some social networks to tie, uh, tied to this Facebook or. Yeah, we're creating, um, when I say we, uh, the, the Topsail Island Shoreline Commission, um, you know, it has, is comprised of, of members, um, official members to that commission from each of the three incorporated towns. And then they've got, uh, I guess, what I'll call the secondary group of people advisory uh, committee sort of wrapped around it. That would be Chamber and Tourism and all of us. So we're working together. Each of us is bringing, you know, some of our strengths or some of our resources to the table. Since I'm in marketing and branding, um, I help produce the branding for the beach initiative, and, and I'm working with the media and billboard companies, things like that. Um, but we're working on um, a social campaign, social you know online campaign, social media. Uh, we're working on a landing page that will um, explain more about what the program is. I think people will start to see the logo and a QR code on signage and parking along the beaches that will take them to a website eventually we'll, we'll put this on the Topsail Island app um, and there's going to be a nice opportunity coming soon uh, we're in the formation stage but uh, in the early parts of May we are planning to do sort of a uh, an ocean friendly after hours so it'll be um, posted by the chamber it will the venue will be the Turtle Hospital the Coastal Federation is going to be the facilitator it's going to be an opportunity for businesses to learn about the steps it takes to become an ocean-friendly establishment. So we're hoping that's sort of a launching pad for the conversation before we get into the season and that businesses will start to pay attention to this. We'll have the 12 local companies that already are established that way be there to talk about it. And we're just hoping to create um, you know, a positive trend for more businesses to follow suit. Uh, it seems like this is going to be a great thing. The, um, the one question I had for you about the um, involvement with the, with the people of the community, is anything being done with the education system in the community, with the students? Well, you bring up a good point. And uh, we, yes, um, in our overall goal plans, um, there's, there's numerous goals that we have, and one of them is outreach, including working with schools. The schools have... They already have sort of built-in programs. All we got to do is plug in and align with them. There's students looking for things to do. There's students that have to do things um, just for their um, credentials of 
if they want to go to college, you know, have so many hours of community service. This is a this is an excellent avenue for students of our area that are coastal uh, to be a part of something that's responsible like this for, for um, our beach environment. And um, you know, examples would be, I guess, uh, you know, with the Rotary clubs of the area, they have what's called interact clubs that are within the schools themselves. I think the Kiwanis Club in Surf City is also aligned with Tossel High School, and um, they have a key club initiative um, that involves students. So there will be a time that we're also working with um, the youth of the area, and there'll be opportunities like the beach cleanups, um, you know, and, and things that they can actually do underneath the, the whole initiative as well. Oh, I would think so, I, would, I would think you know, educating the uh, the youth is the future of Topsail. Um, exactly. So this program is definitely a need. And, hey, if you're a kid and you live at the beach, the beach is a big part of your life. Exactly. And, you know, people that come to the beach, they, they love to come to the beach, but they, they do need reminded, unfortunately. When you walk up and down the beach, there's things like, uh, you know, the, they just don't think about, not everybody comes to the beach and thinks about what they're leaving behind and try to keep it clean, fill your holes um, so that we don't, so that we're protecting the turtles um, clean up after your pets is a pet-friendly beach. Um, you know, use the trash cans because we're not like the stadium where afterwards there's people that go around and just pick up after people. Um, you know, no glass on the beach. Um, so we're trying to get that message to the consumer before they even get to the beach. So that's where it comes in to work with the stores and establishments, you know, with these posters. A person might as well know right where they're shopping what not to buy planning to go to the beach especially if you're going to have glass or something like that got it well scott we we thank you for being on the show today and I, you know we want to keep up with this um that's all going on with the beach, beach clean initiative and and be a part of it and get the message out there so any any information or event information that we need to put out uh on the app and the podcast uh, just let us know yeah, I'll do that. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it today. All right, Scott. We thank our audience for listening today, and uh, we'll be back next week with a new podcast. Thank you for listening to the Topsail Island Podcast. And don't forget to download the Topsail Island app located in the App Store and Google Play. Load it with all the information for your beach vacation. See you at the beach.